What is good, everybody? It's your boy Jeff, aka Fogey. And if you notice, I sound like complete dog water right now. Um, lost my voice. Hopefully, it's coming back. It's been almost a week since I lost it, but we'll we're gonna make it through. We're struggling right now. Not gonna front, but we're gonna make it back. We're gonna make it back. Um, this we got two nice, hot, and ready episodes. Episode twenty-seven. No, episode twenty-six and twenty-seven. Hella good. Uh, really focusing on Kai's story for the next little bit. But before we get to the action, and you hear my work emails coming through, um, housekeeping, you know, the normal thing for our advocates. So number one, please make sure you are following, subscribing, whatever your platform is, whatever they say it as. Make sure you're, you're interacting with the show. Please feel free to rate the show, leave a comment. Um, the more you interact with the show, the more visibility we get. More visibility, more eyes on the show. We can get moved around, distributed in other places and whatnot. Have more friends to talk about mech anime with. And who doesn't want to talk about mech anime? Summertime is hot as hell. We don't need all side, right? Step number two, be sure to share the show if you can. The more you can share it, the more visibility like before. Um, let's me know you guys really, you know, are into it. Get your friends into it. We can all one big happy mech anime family here at Operation Gundam History. And number three, please make sure you are actually keeping up with the show. If you aren't, that's fine. You might be a little lost when you go in these, ep- these episodes and descriptions and whatnot. So, as you can tell, I sound like absolute dog water. So, I'm going to try to keep this as brief as possible. But, um, yeah. Oh, I forgot. There is the listener support option for Spotify listeners. So, if you're somebody who's curious about, you know, hey, how can I support the show further than my follows or subscription... You can give like $1.99 a month. You know, it's, it's two bucks, it's small, but the streaming service for this costs a little bit of money. So any money you guys give to me helps me pay for the streaming service fee. So it's all good. Anyway, here's our one ad by our lovely, lovely platform of choice, Anchor. And it'll be right in the episodes. I'll see y'all after the ad break. I should do my job once again thank you to anchor powered by spotify for being our all in one podcasting platform thank y'all very much please if you have an idea just do it don't quote me on that nike but just go do your idea on anchor anyway let's hop into episode 26 here again like i said at the top of the show forgive me for sounding like i've been smoking cigarettes all day because i was up all weekend with my homies, karaoke, drinking, and living my best life to the fullest. So my third is paying for it. But we're here to talk about episode 26, Spy Aboard. Not gonna lie, I thought this episode was gonna be a lot different than what it was. But to be fair, it was really like a Kai coming out party, which is super sick because we never, ever get moments with Kai that aren't pop that are positive. We only get negative with Kai, but I'll be I'll be damned. We got a good episode with Kai here. Um, props to the writers and crew for letting me actually care about Kai for a change. But we open up with Amuro 
giving the spiel about the different modes of Gundam with G Fighter and G Armor and what this means and that means. Basically pitching the Rebel stuff that needs to happen to make their processes more efficient and better. Rebel takes this with, you know, general positivity and says he's going to give it back to the people. But White Base is told they need to go to South America. And you know what you do when Rebel tells you something? You do it, goddammit. You go to South America. As he is leaving, he says, oh, I want to make sure that the kids hear that I say goodbye to them. They're spying through the door, but they also see a young Kai is walking out with his bag. He's done. Kai is done. He is giving it up. He does not care anymore. Please say hello for me to those three little ones. Mr. Kai, I think he's leaving us. Where will it go? Who really knows where he's going to go now? <laughs> I think he really is leaving. Yeah, sure looks that way. Repair it quickly. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ask the colonel. Yes, sir. There's Kai. Hmm? Kai, where are you going? It's inevitable. All those military formalities, they just don't suit me at all, kid. Hey, Kai. Yeah? Well, I'm not gonna lie to you. I can't say I like everything about you, that's for sure. But we've been through so much together, I can't believe you're leaving. That's well said, Amuro. I do like that. Well, you take care of yourself. Uh -huh. Hey, wait up, Kai. Just let him do as he wishes. But... Hey, uh, Mr. Bright, if you start pushing yourself too much, you only lose the battle. And that's the real reason why I've decided to quit. The Zeons are pushing themselves just as hard and they're not quitting. I guess I just pushed myself past my limits. <laughs> Kai! Could you please take this along with you, Kai? You can exchange it for a little cash. But that's uh, your toolbox, isn't it, Amaro? You'll need money wherever it is you're going. Well, that's great. Thanks. I can't say I like everything about you either, kiddo, but despite that, I appreciate it. I'm glad you feel that way. Hmm? Nice knowing y'all. Thanks a lot. Are you really going? Yeah, stay alive, all right? You also think he's a coward for abandoning White Base, don't you, Mirai? As we can see here, Kai just kind of doesn't care. Um, <laughs> he He's like, all right, well, if that's the case, I'm out. I... I I already know that I'm not really here for this military stuff, and I'm just here because I got inducted here, so I want to try my life on the outside. To me, is very on brand for Kai as a character because he's always been a slacker. Like I said just a little while ago, they've never shown Kai in a positive light. Therefore, it's hard to get behind him with anything. And with this choice being the, the in action... I initially thought that, oh, they're just going to drop Kai off. He's going to go do his thing. We might get half the episode of him doing his thing or whatever, but then he's gone. And then we're back to white base. Absolutely not. Kai is the star of the show today. And he's, 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 he's going to act like the star. He's going to leave and do what stars do. And that's cause trouble and get paid to cause said trouble. We go to Char and his crew Shar is basically trying to get as much information on White Base as possible. So he devises a plan to basically send an attack slash distraction in order to get a spy aboard. And as we're learning about that plan, 
Kai runs into our redheaded friend from an episode or two before, which we later find out the name is Miharu. Miharu sees him and says, oh, you're off the ship. And uh, you know what? Instead of me explaining it, how about I let the clip do the talking? Think I should become an electrician? Huh, Amaro? Mr. Soldier! Oh, it's you again. Well, Soldier, you look like you've been thrown off the warship. Yeah, something like that. Haven't got a place to stay? I have room at my house. Hey, you mean that? <laughs> so, what's the catch? No catch. I don't mind if it's only for a couple of days. By the way, my name's Miharu. I live alone with my little brother and sister. Hope that's okay. So, the three of you are secretly staying in an abandoned house? Yeah. Hello, Miharu. Hi, Miharu. Were you behaved? Sure. It's okay. He's going to be our guest. Hey, how do you do? <laughs> The warship you were on. Yeah. Seems like quite a ship. I guess so. You like ships? Yeah, growing up in the harbor. Yeah, well, even though White Base is a ship, it's technically more of a space warship. I see. It's a spaceship. Right. What? Just worrying about uh, nothing. <laughs> You're probably tired. Lie down. I'll go get you a blanket. Huh? Go on. Make yourself at home. They seem well-trained. Listen, kids, don't be scared, but let me know right away if he leaves the house, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure we will. This is really sad. It's real nice of you. Not at all. It's so strange to think White Base is leaving tonight. Huh? They've been having problems with the right engine lately. If the enemy attacked it, the ship would likely be stuck here. Mr. Kai... Don't worry. I know exactly how it is. Having to take care of your younger brother and sister, Miharu? I sure do. Mr. Kai? Commander, mm -hmm. there's a coded message from 107, sir. She's been in contact with a Trojan Horse crew member. Apparently the ship's mechanics are having problems repairing the right engine. Thanks. Commander? Yes? Where exactly is 107 situated? The harbor, near the Trojan Horse. Order 107 to sneak into the Trojan Horse. It'll have to be accomplished while we're attacking them. Huh? Yes, I would like to cover all possibilities, Boom. All right? Sir. And if you do succeed, I will expedite your return to Zeon. I'm grateful. Please return to the Mad Angler, Captain Shar. I'll do what I so can. So Miharu takes him back to her place to meet the two kids that she's with. On top of the two kids that she's with. He finds that she's got a, she's got a gun in that basket, and this is where I kind of shifted my tone on Kai, because he wasn't just like being, you know, normal him, brash, snooty, cocky jerk guy. He was being very inquisitive and very um, aware of his surroundings and checking everything out, and he kind of had a hunch that they were a spy. He even says so in that clip, like. Oh, those kids are trained well. Which, when you say that out loud, can be interpreted as 
these kids are trained well as children or these kids are trained well as spies. And they did a really good job of leaving that up to us in our own interpretation. Of course, we find out later in the episode, Miharu is the spy. She was asking me a lot of questions about the ship and whatnot. And so Miharu goes upstairs, sends the message, and Shar starts his attack and devises the plan to get Miharu on the ship. Um, Sayla is getting greared up to mock out. I find it funny here. Sayla goes straight through a wall. Like, they launch her ship and is like, oh, should I go off this runway and do this? Nah, here's a wall. Go through it. And just smacks right through it. Kind of showing that G-Fighter is not your average plan. And, of course, Amro's next. And he launches and hitches a ride on top of the G-Fighter. Then shortly after, Kai wakes up and sees, ah, there's a fight going on. There's, there's a big fight going on. Looks like an air raid. White base is being attacked? It seems too soon if Miharu informed the Zeons herself. Where's your sister, kids? Where'd she go? She'll be back in no time. Yeah, she went shopping! Yeah? Did she now? Uh, really, she did. Yeah, okay, I believe you. Whatever you say, you rascals. Looks like they're attacking from the sea. Hey, give me back my bicycle! It's for military use. You'll get it back. Greetings. Are you in a big hurry? Huh? You're... Uh, no, I'm not in any hurry, no. What is it? Calling me out to a place like this? I'm not used to this. I didn't expect it would be someone like you. Hmm. Here, there's money in this. Your orders are to sneak aboard the Trojan horse and then find out where they're heading to. How? You'll have to figure that out for yourself. Sneak in by any means necessary. There's a lot here. You'll do it, won't you? I'm told that there'll be a lot more money if you succeed. Here. Huh? In this other bag, you'll find a Federation Forces uniform and a commander's letter. Well, okay then. I'll do it. After all, I've got to do something to feed my little brother and sister. How nice. Well, gotta go. Like I was saying, Kai wakes up and sees the fighting. He sees the kids. Ask what happened to Miharu. They say she went shopping, which, let's be real. If you're going shopping in the middle of a war zone, you got problems going on. Also, it's like probably, what, 7 to 8 o'clock at night? I don't think that you'd be shopping at 7 to 8 o'clock at night knowing you live in an active war zone. I'm just saying, I'm calling bullshit from a mile away. Or smelling bullshit from a mile away. And then we go to Millie Miharu. She gets her instructions of getting the suit, find a way on top, on, on onto the white base, change and be a spy, gather information. And the guy is very hesitant at first. They have that awkward conversation of, you know, quote-unquote small talk to kind of cover up what they're doing. And then... He gives her the deets, and she's like, oh, this is a big mission. This is not just your your average mission, is it? And because of that, she has to go and uh, basically say goodbye to her little kiddos that she's been watching over. Hi, Miharu. Are you afraid? We're okay. How's Kai doing? He took his stuff and left a while ago, but we couldn't stop him. Huh? What did he say? Mm. He said best of luck. Mm. Best of luck? Thanks, Mr. Kai. Hey, listen up, you two. Millie, Gil, I'm going to work now. 
I could be gone for a bit longer this time round, okay? Listen, only use this money in small amounts. Never tell anyone where the money is. Uh-huh. We won't tell anyone. Hey, when I'm done, let's go someplace where there's no war. Just the three of us. You must be strong for me. I know the two of you will be. Uh-huh. We'll be okay. Uh-huh. Miharu? You have the same nice smell, just like Mommy. <laughs> I'm sorry I made you remember. I personally really like this moment. I think that this was a moment where it shows that regular people are being forced to be involved in a situation even if they don't want to be because of what's happening in the state of the world. They're in the middle of a war in order to provide for the kids that she's with, which I'm assuming are either her brother and sister or potentially like nieces and nephews or whatever. But those kids are now her responsibility. And with war being a thing in, unless you join the military or do some kind of work that's military related, it seems like people aren't making a livable wage. And so she has to resort to being a spy in order to keep food on the table. And she takes those th that moment to tell them, like, hey, I'll be back. Trust me, I, I will be back. And they mentioned the mom part. Because she said, little girl says that she smells like her. And she apologized for reminding him. Because I guess that's a painful memory for them. Which, let's be real, those kids were probably no older than seven, the oldest. And so, they're probably dealing with the trauma and having to be spies. And not really knowing what's going on. They're just forced to do what they're supposed to do. And she does. she feels guilty about that. Uh, you could tell she feels guilty because she's crying and doesn't really want to leave them. And she's like, hey, this is going to be a little longer than what I'm used to. Please ration this money accordingly and uh, be good while I'm gone. That's that's pretty tough to see. Another one of those humanizing moments where you really feel bad for both parties. The kids and Miharu. Because they both have to sacrifice so much to just make it on bare minimum of what's happening around the uh, in the world around them. Sad story aside, we're fighting. We got wars going on. And of course, we got our boy, Kai, just taking a little strolly stroll. <sighs> just look at that shooting game. Glad I got out. with the shooting. So that's the infamous Gundam. <laughs> well, it doesn't measure up to the rumors. It doesn't concern me. But I just... Oh, why? Why can't I just get out of here now without worrying about White Base?
nothing but a whippy coward. A coward! Coward! Yeah, well, I probably am a coward. It's funny that we give Kai, or at least I gave Kai so much shit for the last 20 plus episodes. And now he finally steps up to the plate and is like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to leave. I don't care about this. But I can't stop thinking about Whiteface and the crew. Not the war, not the effort of what's going on, but the white base crew. And I think that's really important to hone in on because I think it's very easy in animes like this to think of just the battles of being cool and whatnot. But the writers and creators of the show are really demonstrating how these are people that are attached to people, not causes. And especially with white base situation... They're all bonded by trauma, for lack of a better term, and they are surviving together. And he's seeing his team kind of struggle without him, and he's like, man, I feel like I'm needing to be there right now, even though I don't want to, because I miss these people, or I care for these people. Because remember, he said that all the military formalities and all other stuff in the beginning, he doesn't, he's not for but what he is for is the people of White Base and the ones that have taken care of him and the ones that he's taken care of. And so that's why I'm like, man, I got to tip my hat to Kai on this episode. He's he's doing mad good right now, you know. And so shortly after, he starts running. He runs and runs and runs and runs. And I'll, I'll play a bit of that clip here as well. Those guys are so slow, it's impossible for me to sit back and watch them flounder. Stop! I'm with the military! Stop! Come to the base to pick it up later. Got it? Away. Gun tank! Well, there it is. What's it doing here? Oh, Mr. Kai, you can use it. We finished the repairs on its shaft a few moments ago. Hayato's fighting in the gun cannon now. As if I had a choice. I'm not gonna let you get any closer than that. What a pest. Take this! Ah! <laughs> I'll tear you apart. I can't move! Almost no power! Huh? What? What? A, a tank? Hey, buddy! to this too! Okay, I better force the tank into the water and take care of it out there. In typical Kai fashion, he can't just run down and try to find Gun Tank. 
He has to run down and kind of belittle his teammates, build his own ego, and be that cocky jerk that he is, which it's nice because he's doing it, and it's like, ah, yes, this is the kind that we want. And he's the kind of person where he will not compliment you. He will only belittle and berate you because that's how he shows affection and care. And I appreciate them having a character that's like that because that's the real thing. There are people that are like that, like, there, I can name a couple people right now that I will never get a proper compliment from. That sounds normal to y'all. But to me, it's like I know they're complimenting me because that's how they show that they appreciate somebody. And so I'm glad that Kai got to get back, get his jokes off, and then hops with the gun tank in. They have an epic battle. Like, Amuro and Kai get that tag team move up on the GOG. That boy gets smoked and stabbed, and then boom, fight over. Also, Kai saved Hayato right before uh, they got the dude with the tag team. So, it was glorious. And then, of course, to cap everything off, in typical Kai fashion, we get this. Finished with the engine maintenance, we're taking off. (sighs) Yo. (sighs) Well, Amaro, I was told your toolbox isn't worth a dime. But I paid a lot for that. Oh, hello, Kai. Welcome back. Hi, Selah. I couldn't stand to watch you struggle. (laughs) Right, Hayato? Yeah, whatever you say, Kai. So we're not going to talk about Kai deserting. We're not going to talk about Kai leaving for like an afternoon. But we are going to get Kai acting nonchalant back on the base, talking his shit, giving the jokes that he gives and whatever, and just just having a grand old time. And it's, it's good because it's like... But bands back together. I think with Amro leaving was obviously more, you know, Amro leaving was more disappointing than Kai leaving. I think, and everybody said it because Bright says it too. Everyone expected Kai to leave. Nobody expected Kai to stay or be on that long. But nobody expected Kai to return, and he did. Nobody asked him to. Nobody begged him to, like they did with Amro. Kai came back on his own volition and. Said, all right, I'm part of the team. What do you what do you need me to do? And he fucking did it. Like, and of course he cracks his jokes and everything, and the crew's back together. That's not how we end it. Shar. Shar finds out that his plan was half successful. The spy gets aboard. Mahari was now on white base. Camouflage. Radio rock and roll gets some information. Even but it did cost Shar a ship and a gog. But he doesn't care. He just needs to know what's going on with that ship. And that's where I leave you as we go off to episode 27. All right. Episode 27 across the Atlantic. I hope I sound a little better. Um, Still pretty scratchy. Still feels like I'm going through puberty again. Maybe eat a pack of cigarettes or two. But overall, my, my voice feels better and a little stronger than before. In episode 27, we get more Kai and Miharu. That is um a pleasant surprise. Only because I didn't think they were going to give Kai the spotlight, but I'm glad they did. He's the only character up to this point that really hasn't had much screen time. And I say that because even though Hayato hasn't really had a lot of one-on-one time, he's been on screen involved in everything. Same with Frau, same with Sayla, same with Bright. So to see Kai get some some you know get some rub, get a chance to shine for a little bit is really good. But Mihari's on board, she's snooping around trying to find information. 
And she ends up getting into Bright's office. And guess who's trying to find Bright? Conveniently. Kai. And instead of me raspily telling you about it, I'll let the clip do the talking. Uh, Hello, Kai. Huh? (laughs) Hey, don't scare me like that. Who are you? Please don't be angry. (gasps) Why are you here, Miharu? What's wrong? Uh, I missed you, Kai. I had to see you. Without thinking, I jumped onto the ship. Then where'd you get that uniform? And that gun? Listen, Kai. Don't lie, okay? You love your little brother and sister. I know you wouldn't just abandon them, Miharu, not to run off with me. But it is true. Or, or it's partly true. Shh, you better come with me. This is my room. (laughs) Who is she? Keep your nose out of it. Is she your girlfriend or something? Uh, yeah, in a way. I'm gonna drop her off in South America, so please don't blab, okay? Drop me off? All right, I didn't see a thing. Appreciate it. See ya. Kai sees her, red-handed, and at this point, he knows she's a spy. He pretty much confirmed that last episode as well, and he already knows that she's up to something that's not good, but he's not gonna stop her because he sees that she's not doing this just for herself. She's doing it to provide for the kids back at her place. I'm not sure if they're her brother or sister, but she's doing it to provide for somebody else. And he's willing to tote that line and turn a blind eye to whatever happens. So much so to where he basically gets Amuro to agree to not say anything, which is really funny because you think Amuro would be, oh, I got to tell Bright and everybody else because, you know, this isn't right. This isn't good. But Amuro plays it cool. They essentially talk, and during that clip, we heard that Kai talked about, I'm going to drop her off in South America. Or I might have cut that part off the clip. I don't, I don't remember right now, but she she hears that, takes a note of it, and they go about their ways. Um, as that's going together, there's a spy plane. Well, we don't know it's a spy plane yet. A fisherman plane gets spotted on the radars of White Base. And... That plane turns out to be some spies, um, which isn't good, which isn't cool. They ended up making it on the ship because they basically say, oh, we have a, a leak. We got shot by some Xeon, yada, yada, yada. And lo and behold, another clip to explain some of that for you. Huh? Uh, that's him. 107, do you read me? If you can speak aloud, answer me. Where's the Trojan horse heading? Some dock in South America. Good, what else? Nothing yet. You're doing fine so far. Keep up the good work. Thanks. What were you doing there? Huh? So you were trying to contact them, huh, Haru? Yeah. So how is it possible for you to reach them from this distance? I don't get it. I don't know, Kai. Times are tough all over, but thanks to this, we've been able to feed ourselves. Well, I understand. <sighs> Guess I'm getting you in trouble, me being a spy and all. Don't worry. <gasps> they said there was a civilian aircraft on board. That's how they could reach you on a wireless transmitter. Huh? Miharu. I've got to make sure of something. Just stay here. You haven't given me any info, but I've got a strong feeling that there's something suspicious about that civilian aircraft. (laughs) Kai? Whoever's out there, don't let that Xeon aircraft leave the hangar! Shoot them down! They're spies! 
there's no reason why you should get all worked up about those fishermen, Kai. Idiot! Don't you think it's strange for fishing aircraft to be approaching White Bay so early in the day? Ugh. Listen, Bright, you're sure those guys weren't spies? You checked the plane thoroughly, right? Don't get excited. Yes, we checked it all out. We frisked the pilots as well. Everything seemed to confirm that they genuinely belonged to a fishery union, Kai. Yeah, but still, isn't it possible that Xeon's soldiers stole the plane in the fisherman's clothes? Hold on, Kai. Do you happen to have any proof of this? Uh, no, it's just unusual that they'd come at this hour, sir. So some real spy shit happens where I don't think I don't ever catch this guy's name, but he radios Miharu on the plane, gets the information that they need, come up with a plan, he he finds a way and they escape. And after they leave, they basically are planning to attack them and ambush them. He returns to Shar and talks about, hey, I want revenge on this crew. They've taken out all my mobile suits. I want to get revenge and take them out myself. And it's okay. While this is going on, Kyle is talking to Mirai. Uh, not, not Mirai. Uh, Miharu. And he finds, like, basically what's going on. And, um, yeah, he, he's like, he kind of... Which is kind of funny. He goes to a little bit of his old ways and gives her the code to the Roars. Which I'm like, bro, come on. You already know she's a spy. Don't just give her the keys to the kingdom. And so that goes on. Eventually, they get attacked by... I forgot the model of the suit. But the guy gets Char's suit and goes and pursues White Base. And so they're going to go on the offensive. And here's where we get some a lot of action. I do have some clips, but I'll roll one clip here to kind of give some pretense of what's going on. Deck two, give me a damage report. That was a direct hit. Huh? Wear this life jacket so you don't get stranded on a sinking ship. Where are you going? I'm in the middle of fighting. Let huh? me help, please. You're not even trained for battle. Ah! Ah! This is all my fault. Huh? I've put your lives in danger because I told them your destination. The information you gave them has nothing to do with this attack at all, Miharu. I'm sorry. Oh, Kai, I'm sorry. This is all my fault, Kai. Uh, hey, Miharu. Miharu realizes as the fight's going on that she made a mistake because she didn't realize there were kids on the plane. So they're getting hit with missiles and slash torpedoes or whatever from the Xeon forces. And... Miharu's like, all right, well, if I die, it doesn't matter because they just care about me giving the information to them. Little did she realize that the three little kiddos were trying to help put fires on the plane and one of the bombs blows off down the hall from them and blows them in the other room. And she's like, oh, my God, I had no idea this was happening. And she goes to Kai for comfort because she realizes that, oh, these are kids like the kids I have back at home. Why do they have to be in this fight while my kids are back at the crib chilling, you know, safe and have food and money and whatnot? And because of this, she feels awful. And then shortly after we see, which we'll get the clip here, she's insisting on helping him with the fight. Kids, you're pretty brave. Kai, please give me the chance to fight. My sister and brother are safe while these poor kids are in danger. Kikas, come on, we still got some fires to put out. The Zeons don't care if I live as long as they can use me. Besides, I feel so worthless just standing here watching from the sidelines. I don't know. 
I mean, I... Kai, you gotta take off! Right! Do you know where Job is right now? He's busy firing the machine guns, so hurry up! I want you to come with me. I need a bombardier. Huh? I assume you can launch missiles, can't you? <laughs> Just tell me what to do. She begs Kai to go on the bomber because she's like, I gotta, I gotta make up for it. Like, my life doesn't matter to Xeon, but I want to make sure that these kids and other people don't get hurt. Which is really noble of her. And of course, Kai eventually obliges and lets her go on the plane. I'm purposely skipping the stuff with Sailor and Amuro because we all know Amuro is going to save the day. Uh, in the fight, Sailor does get a confirmed kill. She's super happy about that, but then she does get hit by a missile. Amuro's struggling to fight the dude underwater because obviously he's underwater and has the claw or whatever. And so, as that's going on, Kai and Miharu hop in the plane to go give support because they're getting cooked, honestly. Like, Amuro's actually struggling in this fight and eventually gets grabbed and dragged underwater by that suit. And so they start to go, and as their air support, they're supposed to drop bombs. And um, I'll I'll let the scene play out. It's actually kind of sad and tragic. Hey, I'm out of bullets and missiles now. Take over, Kai. Roger. All you do is press one lever at a time. Don't be nervous. Okay. That one missed. Again. Uh-huh. It, but it won't work. You're kidding. Not now. I guess you're right. That blast beam damaged the electrical circuit. Ugh. Is there anything we can do, Kai? Uh, well, there's a lever on the side of the catapult, but there's no way we can... Huh? Hey, where are you going? You just said there's a lever on the side of the catapult, right? Miharu, it's too dangerous! Uh. Jumps at the chance of danger, which it could have been avoided, kind of, because Kai even said there's specific instructions to do to follow that plan. But she didn't care about that. She was thinking of the lives of other people before hers, which is a very noble cause. And again, more strong women in anime doing the hard things that are necessary. Unfortunately, it cost her her life. But she goes out a hero after being a, a traitor of some sort. And so, you know, the controls got jammed or whatever, and she just rushes off to danger. He's like, no, 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 don't, 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 don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And she does it, pulls it off successfully, but then realizes, like, oh, something's off and loses her balance and then just gone in an instant. 
And because of her, her act of heroism right there, Amuro gets free because the dude cuts his leg off. He's able to move and just stabs the guy right in the face. And once again, Whiteface wins again. Sadly, though, right before that, Kai's like, yo, Miharu, you did a good job. It's over. Come back up here. Quit playing around. Bro, she's not playing around. She is gone. She is gone. Hey, Miharu, what's the matter? Come back up here. Miharu. Kai, watch out. You got to land now. Right. Gotcha, fro. And her name is Miharu? Yes, apparently it seems she was involved with Kai and they took off together in the gun parry, sir. So who is she? Do you know this woman? No, sir, no one does. You? No. <laughs> Miharu was a stowaway. What? A stowaway? So you knew her then? No, sir. I was walking down the hall and then I saw a young lady go into Kai's room. But then we were attacked, so, uh... Miharu, she's gone. I met you. Gil and Millie. <laughs> There's no need to worry about them. They'll live a lot better life than we did. Because this war won't last long, and they'll be in a much nicer world. Right, Kai? So we get Kai beat up, broken down, down bad, down down astronomically, actually. And it's a good reason for, like, he put it all on the line for her. And they don't need to know that she was a spy. I, I think they found out she was. I'm not sure if it was confirmed or not. But I think Amara basically said that, yeah, she was a spy towards the end. Or he kind of, like, hints at it but can't confirm it. And Kai's just broken down, beaten up. Kai is going through the exact same thing that Amro went through whenever Ryu died, and then, of course, Miss Matilda died. And so he's also just destroyed going through the flashbacks, trying to figure out what's the point of all this. Which, to me, indicates that there's going to be a big character change in him. I think these last two episodes really showed his growth as more of a soldier that thinks not just of himself, but of the people he's with and who supports him. And he's... Willing to risk it for those people now, which we weren't so sure of before. But thankfully, Kai is kind of growing into his own person and not just the slacker potential guy who you can never count on to being pretty dependable and reliable. It just he did have to lose somebody he loves in the process. I'm going to go ahead and bounce. I sound like absolute shit. If you made it through this episode, I commend you because my throat sounds awful. My voice sounds terrible. 
Um, I'll catch y'all in a couple weeks when we go over episodes 28 and 29. We are almost done with the series, y'all, so let's go. Uh, quick housekeeping to wrap up the show. One, make sure you're watching Mobile Suit Gundam to keep up to date with what's going on in the podcast episodes. Two, please leave a like, comment, and subscribe, share it, rate it, whatever it is on the platform of your choice. Because the more you interact with the show on those platforms, the more views we get, the more visibility we get. We can grow the show even bigger than what it is now. And three, say hi to you out there, y'all. It's hot. It's summertime. I live in the southern part of the United States. It's hot as hell. Drink your water. And be nice to each other, y'all. Just, just be cool, people. Say hi to and be cool. All right. I'll catch y'all on the next one. tell me how I should do my job.